In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure router on a stick inter VLAN routing. I'll show you how to do it and we'll talk about the concepts on the way. We're going to configure VLANs and inter VLAN routing, and then we're going to enable trunk interfaces and verify connectivity between those VLANs. We'll be discussing adding VLANs to a switch, configuring sub interfaces, and then finally testing connectivity with the inter VLAN routing. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Configure router on a stick inter VLAN routing. I have the packet tracer file here open. On the left side, we have our work area where we see our topology, where we're going to configure our devices. On the right side, we have our instructions. The very bottom right is the packet tracer activity window that opens up when you open up packet tracer. In the upper right, I have the Word document of those instructions. In this lab, there's questions to answer, so I'm gonna use the Word document. That way I can save my answers. We have our addressing table. Here we can see we have router one and we do have some sub interfaces we'll be creating for this lab. G00, we have a dot 10 and a dot 30. As you can see, we have different IP addresses associated with them, different network addresses. Then we have PC1 and PC2. Here's our objectives. We're gonna configure our switch. Then we're gonna look at configuring our sub interfaces. And then we're going to test our connectivity of what we just configured part one add the vlans to the switch i'm going to come over here click on switch one and creating the vlans is a fairly simple task i'm going to make the window a little bit bigger going right to left log in type enable to get into privilege exec mode config t to get into global configuration mode then all we have to do to create the vlans is type vlan 10 if we were to name them, we'd put the name in there, but we're not asked to name them. And then to create the next one, all we have to do is type VLAN 30. That created our two VLANs. If we exit out, exit out, show VLAN. Show VLAN. We can see that we now have our two VLANs we just created. Takes care of part one, step one on to step two. Assign VLANs to the ports. Configures, configure interfaces six and 11 to access ports and the assigned VLANs. Assign port connected to PC1 to VLAN 10. And then assign the port connected to v, PC3 to VLAN 30. If we look at our topology, we can see that PC1 is in VLAN 10 and it's on port 11. I'm gonna go ahead, get into, rearrange my screens here a little bit so I can see everything. Okay, I'm on switch one. I need to go into our fast ethernet 011. Now I can go ahead and get into global configuration mode, config T. Now I can get into the interface. So interface space F0 slash 11. First thing I need to do is turn that into an access port. Once again, our choices are between access and trunk. 
At this point, we want to go with an access port because we're connecting an end device to this. And we're dealing with the switch port. So we start off with switch port. Let's spell it correctly. And then we want to make sure the mode or we want to set the mode to access at that point. Once we set it to access, now we have to say, what VLAN are you going to be in? That's still another switch port command. Switch port access, because we're dealing with an access port right now. VLAN and then 10. Oh, spelled switch port wrong. There we go. And once again, this is a great example of the Cisco operating system. If you do something wrong, it will let you know. I typed in the word switch port wrong. It let me know that there was a typo right there or there was an error right about there. I looked there, I saw it had a typo. I'm going to fix it. I I up arrowed, left arrowed over, fixed the typing problem. There's a spelling problem. Hit enter and no news is good news here in the Cisco world. You can see I changed it to an access port. It went down and then it comes back up. It's going through port negotiation here in a second. We should get a green triangle. While we're waiting for that, let's go ahead and configure our PC3. PC3 is connected to Fast Ethernet 6. Let's go ahead and get into Fast Ethernet 6. So interface F0 slash 6. Make sure or set it as an access port. Switch port mode access. And then tell it to associate with VLAN 30. Switch port access VLAN 30. We have now reset it. It's going, it's amber right now. It's going through the negotiation process. In a couple seconds here, hopefully it'll turn into a green triangle. Back to our instructions, that takes care of part one, step two. Let's do the show VLAN brief command. See the information we pull up. Get out of the interface configuration mode. Get out of global configuration mode. And now show VLAN brief. And we can see that we now have VLAN 10 with fast ethernet 11. That's what we're looking at right here. And then we have VLAN 30 with fast ethernet 06. That's right here. Everything looks good, matches what our instructions say. Step three. That's the connectivity between PC1 and PC3. Were the ping successful? Why did you get this result? From PC1, ping PC3. I'm going to go over here, click on PC1. Slide this up. Click on my command prompt because ping is ran in the command prompt. Type in ping. Let's get the IP address for PC2 here, which is 172.17.30.10. 172.17.30.10. And it looks like it's gonna fail the first time. Could be doing ARP, maybe. Okay, failed twice. Usually we're not doing ARP anymore. Usually we're just completely failing at this point in time. If we get four failures, definitely a fail. 
Okay, were the pings successful? No, pings were not successful. The pings were not successful. Why did you get this result? I'm gonna go ahead and minimize PC1 here. What happened here is these two PCs, PC1 is on VLAN 10, PC30 is on VLAN 30. They're on separate VLANs. They will not communicate with each other until we put a layer three router in there to make them change networks. They are on different networks at this point in time. We're going to have to do that. And so our answer here to the questions is, the PCs are on different networks and require a router or a layer three switch to provide communication between them takes care of part one on to part two I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Configure the sub-interfaces. Once again, we need these sub-interfaces. Sub-interfaces, we have one interface right here on R1. We're going to use one interface, gig zero zero but then we're going to create some virtual interfaces to allow us to connect our virtual lands to that and how we do that is we create these sub interfaces part two step one configure the sub interfaces on r1 using the 802.q encapsulation create the sub interface g0 slash zero dot ten that the encapsulation refer to the addressing for the ip ad or refer to the address table and assign the correct IP address. I'm going to come up here, click on R1. Opens this up into our CLI, make the window a little bit bigger, going right to left. Press return to get started. Enable to get into privilege exec mode. Config T to get into global configuration mode. And then at this point in time, getting into that sub interface is just like getting into a normal interface, except you just got to make sure you put that .10.30 at the end of that, that interface, that the name of that interface. And so what we're going to do is go interface G0 slash zero dot 10. Notice our, notice our prompt right here. Our prompt is now saying we are in a sub interface. Once we're in there, we can go ahead and set up that or set the IP address for that sub interface IP address and scroll up to our addressing table. Here is our sub interface, our IP addressing, our IP address and our subnet mask. Go ahead. We can enter that in here. 172.17.10.1 with 3255.0. And then we get a message, configure IP routing 
on a LAN interface is only allowed if that subinterface is already configured part of an 802.10.1Q or an ISL VLAN. Okay, so this is a warning. Here is our 802.1Q giving us a warning you're just letting us know that the sub interface is configured as part of this so we got to make sure that this is set our encapsulation is set what we have to do is come in here and then do encaps oh, encap come on encapsulation so the command here is encapsulation once we're in our sub interface we're going to tell it we're going to use the dot one Q and we spell out D O T one and then the letter Q and then what VLAN do we associate with it? VLAN 10. That should take care of step one a for our gig zero zero dot 10. Now we need to repeat it for the G00.30 subinterface. We can just simply change interfaces by typing int space G0 slash 0.30. Go ahead, set our encapsulation. Encapsulation.1q. And what VLAN are we making it listen, listen to? Or listen for? That would be 30. One of the things we do in the lab here is if we look at our instructions, the sub interface number, the dot 10, we typically match it up to what VLAN we're listening to. That just helps us keep it a little bit simpler. And even in this exercise, notice that we have the sub interface is a dot 10. We're listening on VLAN 10. And then look at the third octet here. The third octet is even 10. That just helps us keep those all together so that way it's a little bit simpler to help you visualize that. So we set it up. Our dot 30 is listening for the 30 VLAN. Let's scroll up here. And now we have to set the IP address. That information is right here in our addressing table. IP address 172.17.30.1 space 255.3255.0 and I gotta spell address right okay looking good That takes care of part two, step one. On to part two, step two. Verify our configuration. Use the show IP interface brief command. Show IP interface brief command. Oh, and notice once again over here, Cisco is telling me I did an error. The error is right about here. And it's on the show command. But if we remember, you only can do the show command in privilege exec mode. You can't do it in global configuration mode. You can't do it in an interface or a sub-interface configuration mode. I need to exit out once and exit out twice. Now I can go ahead and do the show IP interface brief command. And there we have it.
both sub-interfaces are down. Looking right here, we can see that both of these sub-interfaces are down. And for some reason, I didn't set the IP address on our sub-interface 0.10. Let's go ahead and change that one quick. Get into global configuration mode. Config T interface G0 slash 0 0.10. Then IP address. Scroll up to our IP addressing table. Right here is our IP addressing information. 172.17.10.1 with subnet mask of 3255. So, whoops. And enter. Just, I can up arrow, finish that subnet mask. Exit out, exit out. And now let's do the show IP interface brief. Okay, they both have IP addresses assigned to them, but the line protocols, you can see that the dot 10 sub interface is down down and the dot 30 interface is sub there is down down sub interfaces are virtual interfaces that are associated with the physical interface therefore in order to enable the sub interfaces you must enable the physical interface that they're associated with that's one thing that a lot of people miss right away is the physical interfaces are turned off. Even though this is a virtual interface, it's part of that physical interface. So we have to go back in here and turn on that physical interface. Step 2B here, enable the, the G00 interface. Okay, we are in privilege exec mode, config T to get into global configuration mode. Then we need to go into the interface itself. So interface G0 slash zero, not the sub interfaces. We want to go into just the G00, that physical interface at that point in time. And then we need to activate it or turn it on. How we do that once again is the no space shutdown command. And then you can see our, our interfaces have went up line protocol on those interfaces have went up and then also down here on our sub interfaces inter sub interface dot 10 went up in line protocol and dot 10 went up and on the dot 30 sub interface we changed state to up and our line protocol went up just you got to remember you got to turn on that physical interface If we exit out, exit out, we can do the show IP interface brief. And now all of our ports are up. Our sub interface dot 10 is up and up. Our sub interface dot 30 is up and up. Part three, test connectivity with inter VLAN routing, ping between PC one and PC three. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize the router one window, open up PC one again. And I'm going to ping PC2. If I scroll up and I can get PC2's information right here. Here's our IP address, 172.17.30.10. Timed out once, timed out twice. Probably not doing our ARP lookup. We're going to fail.
So we're back to part three, step one, ping, where they, the ping should still, still fail, explain why. If we look here, we now have PC3 set up to be in VLAN 30. We have PC1 be set up in VLAN 10 along with the port it's connected into. We have now set up the sub interfaces on router one, but the problem is this by default, seeing as we didn't configure this port at all, this port right here coming out of the switch is configured as an access port. We didn't go in and say it's a trunk um, and DTP dynamic trunk and protocol only works with other switches. So we have to go in and change this into a trunk. This connection right here, we have to change it in a truck specifically this connection right here. We have to go in and change that to a trunk. Now answer our question. The switch is not yet. Configured with a trunk port that is connected to the router. Because the router was configured with multiple sub-interfaces assigned to different VLANs, the switch port connecting to the router must be configured as a trunk. Enable trunking on the interface. How can you determine that the interface is a trunking port using the show VLAN command? Okay, so we need to turn it into a trunk. I'm going to click on switch one right here. Make the window a little bit bigger, going left to right. Enable. And then we're going to do the show VLAN command first. I know the lab doesn't tell us to do this, but I'm going to just do that quick here. Gig01 is this connection right here that goes up to the router. If we look here, we can see that gig01 is in the VLAN1. Gig01 right here is in VLAN1. Now let's go ahead and turn on trunking onto that port. Now, how do we do that? Well, we have to go into that interface of that port. We got to get into, we're in privilege exec mode. We got to go into global configuration mode, config T. Then we need to go into that interface. To make that a trunk port, we need to go into global configuration mode from where we're at in privilege exec mode. Then we need to go into that interface. So we go into gig zero slash one there and then once we're in there, we're dealing with our port settings, our switch port settings. First word here is switch port. And then we want to make, or we want to change that mode to trunk. So switch port mode trunk, that's all we need. Go ahead, press enter. And notice our line protocol went down, went back up. It's going through that negotiation phase right here. That's why we have an amber circle. And we'll, this will turn into a trunk. We'll wait for it to get out of amber. While we're waiting for that, let's back out to privilege exec mode. Let's go ahead and do a show VLAN now. Now notice the negotiation is done here on switch one where I had a green triangle. I just typed in show VLAN. Now. 
when I typed in show VLAN the first time, gig01 was here, that's when it was an access port. Now that I changed it to a trunk port, it's not listed here. It should be right in here. It's not anywhere in this information because it is a trunking port. Trunks, once again, handle multiple VLANs worth of information. An access port only handles one VLAN. And we're right here, we're showing you VLAN one, this only one VLAN worth of information. All these ports are in VLAN one, VLAN 10. All these ports are only listening for VLAN 10. Okay, now we need to go and answer our question here. B, how can you determine that the interface is a trunk port using the show VLAN command? The interface is no longer listed in the command output. Issue the show interface trunk command to verify that the interface is configured as a trunk. Okay. Show interface trunk. And here, gig01, it's on. It's using the encapsulation of the dot one q, meaning we're putting those VLAN tags in that header. And we are in the status trunking. And we, in that, this confirms here that gig01 is in, or is, is configured as a trunk. Step three, test connectivity. If the configurations are correct, PC1 and PC3 should be able to ping their default gateways and each other. What address do PC1 and PC3 use as their default gateway? Well, let's go ahead and ping PC1 here. PC1, if we do an IP config, all one word, no spaces, we can see what our default gateway is. Our default gateway is 172.17.10.1. Let's go ahead and ping that, ping 172.17.10.1, default gateway, we're able to ping, and then PC3, scroll up, get our PC3 IP address, I'm sorry, PC2, 172.17.30.10, ping 172.17.30.10. Okay, now I'm hoping we're doing ARP lookup here, getting that MAC address. There we go, three out of four worked. I'm gonna repeat that command, simply hit up arrow once and enter. Four successes. We're able to ping all the devices on our network. Now, what addresses do PC1 and PC3 use as their default gateway? PC1 uses that sub-interface up here. PC, both of these use this gig zero zero, but they're on different networks. And once again, this is where we configure that virtual sub interfaces. One can be in VLAN 10. The other one can be in VLAN 30. That's what they're connecting into. And then, so the answer to our question is they use the addresses of the sub interfaces.
That was Packet Tracer Lab 4.2.7 Configure Router on a Stick Inter VLAN Routing. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.